0: Thank <laughs> you. week we would continue with the astrology and talk about the planets of which can be in the 12 signs right so i thought i would start off with the most important one being the sun so the sun represents the self it's one way of being in the world it can represent on different levels both the ego and the higher self or your soul purpose And it rules Leo and is exalted in Aries. So the sun is the most important planet on the chart and symbolizes your will and sense of vitality. Mori agrees. When the sun is afflicted, it could indicate problems with your male role model in your life. The symbol of the sun comes from ancient times and is very similar to the Jungian symbol for individuation. This is because the sun represents the hero archetypes which can be read as the story of transcending the little self or ego in favor of greater integration and the true self. So in myth the hero typically must meet and overcome obstacles on his or her quest right which in natal charts can be the indication of the planets that makes close aspects to the sun especially a stressful one. So the sun energizes your entire chart. And the planets in close relationship to the sun are emphasized in your personality. If your sun is prominent in your chart, you will exhibit great power to do and to be. The moon will be the next one. The moon represents your personal self, like I mentioned before. Your feelings, the unconscious. It is a reflection of the true self. And it is represented by the sun. The moon also stands for security and instinctual or habitual patterns, as well as the ability to relate to others and to be nurturing to others. The moon rules cancer and is exalted in Taurus. In old astrology, it was Pisces. It is often contrasted with the sun as the female receptive principle versus the masculine or positive principle. The moon represents the feminine and the nurturing part of oneself. In the male's chart, the moon represents the feminine within, Or the anima, that also indicates the type of partner that you will attract. The moon also represents an attunement from the past, which operates in an instinctive or habitual level in your present life. So, the next planet we're going to talk about is Mercury. And Mercury is the innermost and smallest planet in the solar system and can only be seen at the morning or in the evening at twilight. So because of this, the ancient Greek astronomers believed this planet to be two separate parts, one visible in the morning, which they called Apollo, and one visible in the evening, which they called Hermes. Later, the Romans named this planet after the god of Mercury, a messenger and god of trade, profit, and commerce. The astrological symbol for this planet is taken from the god's wand, or caduceus, which is depicted with Hermes. And as a short herald staff entwined by two serpents, in which later became the astrological symbol for commerce. Um, a variation of this caduceus has come to symbolize medicine in modern times. That's how we most know it. So Mercury represents mind and intellect and rules Gemini. And also Virgo. It has an exaltation in Aquarius. Mercury is an airy planet associated with all forms of communication and inflow and outflow of intelligence and communication. Its position indicates how your mental function will be expressed and where techniques and skills are available to you. So Mercury retrograde, if you believe in that, occurs three times a year for about three weeks each time. It's interpreted particularly strongly. Mental pursuits and connections break down. The Mercury retrograde period is best used as a time for inner reflection. Not a good time for making new decisions or new business plans, but it is ideal for reflecting on your current situation. It's best to quietly observe your inner process during Mercury retrograde and to carry forward with your pre-existing plans ask yourself where am I heading in my life at this particular juncture and then try to move forward with new directions only after Mercury has gone direct and perhaps even fortnight beyond when Mercury has left its retrograde shadow retrograde just makes it look that it's going faster um it looks like it's going in reverse okay it it appears that way it doesn't actually go in reverse so I just have a hard time believing this shit but anyways when it comes to retrogrades so venus is the second closest to the sun and it is the brightest natural object in the night sky except for the moon so venus reaches its maximum brightness shortly before sunrise or shortly after sunset for which reason it is often called the morning star or the evening star which is like Lucifer. <laughs> she is also sometimes called Earth's sister planet, for the two are similar in size, gravity, and bulk composition. Her dense atmosphere creates a greenhouse effect, consequently raising temperatures hot enough to melt lead. At one time, Venus had voluptuous amounts of water on her surface and that has long since been boiled away and has been replaced by steamy hot lava flows and gently rolling plains. Venus is the only planet in the solar system named for a female figure since Cirrus and Eris are dwarf planets. So Venus represents the Greek Aphrodite, is the goddess of love, beauty, and relationships. The planet probably gets her name because she is so very bright and beautiful. Venus is intaking rather than outgoing, as represented by Mars. So Venus rules the signs Libra and Taurus. Venus has its exaltation in Pisces and is associated with aesthetics, beauty, refinement, and romance. Notice how we talked about love and personal possessions when we talked about those houses before. Its position in the chart indicates the area in which the give and take of love, affection, and sensual pleasure will be expressed. The position of Venus also shows a person's perception of relationship and affection or the qualities and expression of affection that someone may be most receptive to or comfortable with. A person with Venus in Leo, for instance, may have a much different perception of love and romance than a person with a Venus in Cancer. Wherever it lies in your chart, or that chart of your lovers and friends, it plays a big role in your romantic endeavors in your quest for beauty and potential for love. So, Mars is the fourth planet from the sun. And it is named after the Roman god of war. It is also referred to as the red planet because of the reddish appearance as seen from Earth. It is the site of Olympus Mons, the highest known mountain in the solar system. And of the Vals Marineris, the largest canyon. I totally butchered those. Sorry, astrologers. My bad so in astrology mars is a planet of outward activity and animal passion including our sexual drive aggression and anger so it's passion mars rules aries and is exalted in capricorn so this fiery planet is masculine in action versus the softer more receptive and romantic venus when strong in the chart it can indicate a volatile temper and also great courage Its position indicates how your personality will assert itself and what modes of activity will stimulate your physical energies or your anger. So by house, Mars represents where you will assert yourself first house Aries and where you will take action in the most positive sense, hopefully. (laughs) So Jupiter is a gas giant, meaning that it's not um, composed of rock or other solid matter. It's the third brightest object in the night sky after the moon and sparkling Venus, and it's the largest planet within the solar system. Jupiter's outer atmosphere is home to the massive storm called the Great Red Spot, and it has existed since at least the 17th century. Jupiter was named after the Roman god and served as the patron deity of the Roman state. In other words, Jupiter ruled over the laws, social order, much like Zeus for the Greek state. So, in astrology, Jupiter is a planet of faith, positivity, whatever, positivity, I'll say that, open morality. It rules Sagittarius, whoop, whoop, and is exalted in cancer. Jupiter represents a principle of expansion versus contraction. So, it's aspirations of the higher self, kind of like Sagittarius' ninth house. This could include a sense of humor, goodwill, or mercy. On the flip side, Jupiter can also be associated with irresponsibility in the form of blind optimism or overindulgence. Its position in the chart will indicate how one's faith, generosity, and tolerance will be expressed, as well as what modes of activity will stimulate the self-confidence and wisdom. Saturn is severely wind-beaten, and it is the sixth planet from the Sun and the seventh and last planet. That we have that we talk about in ancient astrology. It celebrates the day Saturday. And it gets its name from the planet. is known for the prominent and stunning ring system. Consisting mostly of ice particles, rocky debris, and dust. Although the ancient order had no telescopes to see Saturn's famous rings. Saturn still became known as a planet of boundaries. Which is symbolized by the ring. Saturn is second largest planet in the solar system after Jupiter. It was named after the Roman god Saturnus, equated to the Greek Kronos, the Titan father of Jupiter and Zeus. Saturn's astrological symbol represents the god's sickle, as well as the elevation of the cross of matter above the semicircle in the openness of spirit. So Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn. And it is a planet of limitation and restriction. This can include themes of responsibility, such as self-discipline, punctuality, and uh, excuse me, conservation of material resources. So while Jupiter represents a notion of broadening and expansion, Saturn suggests setting parameters and restriction. It brings structure and meaning to the world around us and reminds us of our responsibilities and commitments. Because of this, Saturn is frequently associated with our father's or other authority figures. While discipline isn't always easy or pleasant, it can sometimes help us grow. Embracing and understanding the challenges of the responsibility in our lives helps us to expand ourselves out of the foundation of structure. Next, we have Uranus, Uranus, however you want to say it. We're all giggling at this moment, thinking about our butts. It's the seventh house from the sun. And it is not as the seventh planet from the sun. And it is known as one of the ice giants, along with Jupiter, Saturn, and Neptune. So this is because the atmosphere contains a high proportion of ices, such as water, ammonia, and methane. And partly because it's the coldest planetary atmosphere in the solar system. So it has a minimum temperature of around negative 371 degrees Fahrenheit. That's crazy. And it is named after the ancient Greek deity of the sky and the father of Cronus, Saturn and grandfather of Zeus or Jupiter. However, it has been argued that Uranus finds more mythological relevance in Prometheus. So the astrological Uranus rules Aquarius and is exalted in Scorpio. It is known as the planet of freedom and revolutionary vision. The urge for change and the ability to visualize new possibilities. So it has been referred this energy as the freedom of the known or the unknown. And its astrological symbolism typically defies tradition and embraces change and originality. It's also associated with the coming age of Aquarius, and some believe we're already in it. It rules the internet, mental studies, technology, electricity, astrology, and its position in your chart indicates the area of your originality and freedom from conventional thinking in your life. Neptune is the eighth planet from the sun in the solar system and is is 17 times the mass of Earth. While Neptune boasts the strongest winds in any other planet in the solar system, it also has an intense bright blue appearance that it is attributed to trace amounts of methane in its atmosphere. The planet is named after the Greek god of the sea Poseidon and is the astrological symbol stylized version of Poseidon's mighty three-pronged trident. So both God of the Sea and ruler of Pisces, Neptune finds exaltation in Cancer. Neptune, associated with universal love, is said to be the higher octave of Venus, which rules individual love. So Neptune represents the universal ocean of oneness with all beings. Therefore, Neptune is highly compassionate, idealistic, and imaginative. It is considered a planet of inspiration, dreams, and psychic receptivity. Neptune rules spirituality, and all things settle. The more negative manifestations of Neptune include deception, trickery, deceit, guilt, and addiction associated with drugs, alcohol, or even media and fantasy. Its position in a person's chart would indicate where there may be confusion or illusion, and also great creativity in the poetic and musical fields. Now, Pluto, which has recently been termed a dwarf planet, um, doesn't really diminish the importance for astrologers because it's still used, okay? So, it's well established in combination with the other planets. So, we'll take it as though it is uh, still being used as a regular everyday planet. But Pluto was discovered in 1930 as a result of an extensive search by astronomer Clyde I apologize. I butchered your name. Some astronomers have long argued that Pluto's small size, less than one fifth the diameter of Earth, and a weird tilted orbit that takes it inside Neptune every couple hundred years makes Pluto more like a Culper belt body than a full fledged planet. In 2006 and on August 24th, the International Astronomical Union passed a new definition of planet that excludes Pluto and puts it in a new category of dwarf planet. From an astrological perspective, however, little Pluto is just as strong as ever. The famed god of the underworld in Greek mythology, the corresponding goddess Hades, Pluto is a force for change and this can be destructive in its power. Pluto rules Scorpio and is exalted in Leo. Pluto is related to will and intense passion and has a reputation for ruthlessness. As a god of the underworld, Pluto can help bring our deepest and most buried compulsions into light. Its position indicates areas of life that must ultimately become transformed as part of the soul's evolution. On the lighter side, Pluto is associated with renewal and rebirth. And it represents endings and new beginnings, as well as spiritual growth and rebirth. Negative expressions of Pluto is an obsessive desire for power and control and general destructiveness. A positive expression is the ability to desire to transform. In a chart, the position of Pluto by a sign can be shared with other people in the same generation due to the comparatively slow movement of Pluto. The outermost planet in the heavens by house, the position of Pluto shows where individuals search for truths and deeper meanings. This area of life may be associated with change, upheaval, power struggles, and issues of control. Pluto in aspects to other planets in the chart colors those energies with obsessive qualities, power struggles, and the need to find deeper meanings and willingness to explore and examine. Where we find Pluto in the chart is where we either seek change and transformation or have it thrust upon us if we refuse to accept our deepest needs. If we fear Pluto's energy or our darker side, destructive destructiveness can happen as a result now chiron is a small planet or planetoid that was only discovered in 1977 and which has already been shown itself to be quite powerful in an individual chart occupying the eccentric orbit between saturn and uranus and named for the centaur physician of greek myth who taught the ancient wisdom to mankind chiron represents archetype of the wounded healer is associated with shamanism and going within to heal oneself its discovery is synchronous with the rise in the holistic health movement so chiron's position in the chart reveals where one has been wounded and also where there is opportunity for discovering healing from within and sharing the discovery with other people since from our wounds arises our compassion and the suffering of others. So the position of Chiron by house and sign can also show where we have talent and access to ancient wisdom, as well as where we may depart from the mainstream and service to a higher practicality. Those with prominent Chirons are likely to be educators and spiritual healers. just want to make sure. Okay. We do have other ones, but I'm not actually going to go into those right now. We have the lunar nodes, the north node, and the south node. The lunar node, or the lunar nodes, are the two points where the moon's orbital path crosses the plane of ecliptic of the ecliptic so the plane of the earth's orbit around the sun symbolically they represent your talents and the life's path or destiny the north node of the moon indicates areas of your life that are special concern to you also referred to as a dragon's head the north node indicates your goals the placement of the north node indicates work that needs to be done in your life or new faculties that need to be developed in the lifetime. And lastly, that I'll get into today, your south node, um, the nodes of the moon indicate areas of your life that are, um, they're known as the dragon's tail, and they're areas of mastery, often from a previous lifetime. Yeah, I think that's all I'm going to go into today, because that's a lot of information in a short amount of time. (laughs) All right, guys, take care. Thanks for watching.